voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educates, syncopates, radio communicates, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome back to us. We were gone last week because of the holiday and the week before because the hard drive went. Yes, we do have technical troubles every once in a while. And this was that once in a while. But we're back now and we're ready to go. This is show, what, 655? 655, Bill. And this is December the 1st, 2022. So you can... Mark that down in your book and another one. And Jeff is ready to tell us what's going to go on tonight. Well, thank you very much, Bill. I hope you guys all had a very nice Thanksgiving, and I think I've had enough turkey to last a year or so. Well, first of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective, and we'll follow up with Jennifer Sparks' call and our format changes. And if you're a fan of the uh, Cleveland Black Browns, I should say, you're going to hear a little bit about Jim Donovan, who's their announcer, who's their football announcer. Our classic air trick takes us back to Los Angeles, California, I should say. And we're going to hear KCBQ and Lee Sims. Now, he didn't call himself Baby Sims at this point in the air check. And it's from 1970. I think you're going to enjoy that. Finally, we're going to travel to Denver, Colorado. We don't really go there very often, but we're going to hear radio station KXKL-FM. They're an oldie station or classic hit station, and they're doing an 80s, 90s weekend. So all in all, I think you're going to enjoy this week's edition of All Things Radio Live, whether you're hearing it now or you hear it later on as a podcast. Over to you, Bill. Thank you very much, and we'll get around to all the panel, and they'll be talking and talking and talking and talking what they do best. (laughs) They'll be doing that in just a moment. But Bernie, thanks to IBJ, I just got some breaking news, which you probably knew about two days ago. I don't know. Emmis has sold, has sold not WIBC and its glorious 200 watts. They haven't sold the fan on 1070 yet, but they did sell the Indianapolis Monthly Journal or the magazine. That was the Indianapolis Monthly? Yeah, Indianapolis Monthly is gone. Wow, they sold it? Sold it. You know, Bernie, he said he would never do that at one point. He said he wasn't going to sell the magazines, but that's he obviously wants to liquidate his his assets there. Well, he he said a lot of things at one time. Right. Yeah, we were told there wouldn't be any changes on the Colts either. Right, right. Yeah, but still, it... It happened, and now when you guys um, depart, uh, then I could imagine the building going up for sale. I can't imagine them letting a 200-watt AM station stand in their way. I think think that will be 
move quickly. Um, do you can you foresee the moving in of the new studios by the middle part of 2023, or do you think it'll be before? Oh gosh, at least the middle part, maybe later. I don't think they have any idea at this point where they're going. Oh, so they really don't have a direction. That's nice. To, oh, I've got 10 radio stations here, but I don't know where we're going to go. Well, they'll <laughs> buy the building. Yeah. Maybe they'll buy the building. Well, yeah. you know, a, there's a lot of logistics in moving 10 radio stations. you got to find the right property. And, you know, this is not maybe it's not the time to be buying property. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a real estate person. Well, I'm not one either, but that Man. was the breaking news as of a few minutes ago. Generally, office space is cheaper now because people aren't working sure as is. much in person. So Exactly. How about so, if we talk about one more thing? And, Bill, you already have a copy, but you can't get it until it's released on December 6th. But uh, Jeff Smolian's book is out and will be available on December 6th, and it is available from uh, Kindle and from Audible. And I'm really – I am I don't normally buy books, but I'm looking to buy a copy of this book because it does sound quite interesting. And if you guys list, read Sean Ross's column, he has done a very favorable uh, look at the book. He likes it very much. I don't know how he got a copy of it, but he must have gotten an advanced copy. Well, oh, hey, because he's a are writer. Are you kidding? Sean Ross gets everything. <laughs> and <laughs> anytime he wants it. But, you know, he has a great column for it. He really does. He I, does. I agree. I will say for Audible users, the book is $10. I think it'd probably be even cheaper on Kindle, but that is our accessible formats and they they will work but it will not be released until next Tuesday so unless you've got some bigger pull than I have but I bought it for $10 on Audible so I also bought the book I had it for about a year on that Kent Sterling wrote and that wasn't a bad book but I think this one is going to be much better so, By the way, I, I, I'm sorry, Bill, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. you go. I had a letter from someone who said, who, who are the members of the panelists? Because sometimes there are new people who come in and they don't know. Well, we've got, of course, Bill Sparks, myself, Jeff Bennett, Perry. Uh, well, I forgot your last name, Perry. I'm sorry. Perry Lester. <laughs> who are the I mean, members Perry, of the Perry, Le- Perry Lester, Mike Lance, Bernie Egan, Chris Devin, and Sean Platts. And, right. and Gary also. And Gary, when he's here, he's not here right now, but... Uh, uh, and Gary, I forgot his last name too, but I know he's on. Kettler, 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 Kettler. 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 Okay, so just Kettler. for those who don't know, uh, I, I thought maybe it would be nice if we. We're all real familiar with each other. You can yeah, talk. we can tell. We really get along. We really, really do. But one thing that that they all really, really know is the feature that's coming up next. Oh. And that is radio news, the award-winning radio news. Right. Everybody knows that part. And I was just getting ready to call Jeff on his comment, too much turkey and eats Italian on yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I was getting ready to call him out on that one. But not that I would ever do anything like that. Right, Jeff? <laughs> right. He but went I ended to, up having turkey when I got back to Albany later on that weekend because a friend of mine invited me over for turkey dinner. I just don't really, I'm not a big fan of it, so what can I tell you? 
Yeah. We'll give you a little slack, Jeff. I thank you. Just a little bit. But you got to spend quality time with your sister and brother-in-law. That's correct. And, and my nephew. sister is Sharon. And, but if she's upset with me, she's not my sister Sharon. My friend used to say to me, the sister. But that my sister Sharon, yes. And the family. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeff makes a career getting him up, of getting her upset, so... <laughs> I'm not going to go over the rumors that he's starting. Part of the job of a sibling is to upset the other ones. Yeah, that's true. But we're not going to upset anybody. We're going to bring about seven or eight minutes worth of bliss into your life with Jeff's award-winning news. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Spanish Broadcasting Systems reports their third quarter revenue results. iHeartMedia runs afoul of the Federal Trade Commission. And finally, we'll let you know what's happening on the street. We trust you all had a very good Thanksgiving. However, the world of broadcasting continued to churn out news. In the case of Spanish Broadcasting, they reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were up 6%. Their revenue rose to $41.2 million from $38.9 million in 2021. Raul Arcone, CEO of the company, says that they're very proud of the company's revenue growth, and the revenue growth is exceeding all expectations. Now let's move over to iHeartMedia and Google. They got in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission, and it all goes back to 2019, when iHeartMedia and Google developed an ad campaign for the 2019, when iHeartMedia and Google developed an ad campaign for their Pixel 4 cell phone. However, they got in trouble with the Federal Trade Commission for testimonial endorsements by iHeartRadio announcers who had never even used the Pixel 4 phone. Complaints came in from attorney generals from various states, including New York State and Texas. I media was set with a $9 million fine, and they have agreed to come up with a compliance plan to ensure that this won't happen in the future. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. A tech guy is retiring from radio. Leo Laporte has been doing a tech show, which started on KFI AM in 2004. By 2007, the show was being syndicated by Premier Radio. Leo Laporte has decided to retire from the radio business, and his show will be taken over by Rich Demure. Rich Demure is the tech guy who works for KTLA Television in Los Angeles, California. Leo Laporte will continue doing his radio show on his radio station TWT Radio, which will air on Sunday afternoons at 2 Pacific Time. In other news, iHeartMedia is making changes at its radio station WIOD AM in Miami, Florida with the addition of a new midday show hosted by Manny Munoz. The past 14 years, Manny Munoz has been a producer for their sports programming, and he also worked on Florida's first morning news on WIOD AM. The folks at WIOD AM are also looking for a co-host to work with Manny Munoz on this new midday show. The FCC has approved the sale of Univision 18 radio stations to Latin Media Network. The sale was opposed by individuals. However, the sale has been approved by the Federal Communications Commission, and we'll see what changes will be made by the Latin Media Network to these 18 radio stations. Congratulations go out to Susan Goldberg, who's the president and CEO of WGBH Radio. She comes to WGBH Radio after working for National Geographic Magazine. Now let's move to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where Colleen Lindstrom is retiring from her position as talk show host on radio station KTMY-FM. The station broadcasts a lifestyle talk format, and she handles the noon to three shift with Bradley Trader. She says she wants to spend more time with her family, but she'll continue working for the radio station as a fill-in host. It seems that this year, more and more people are retiring from radio. In the case of Ann Arbor, Michigan, Martin Bandike is retiring from his position as morning host at radio station WQKL-FM, which is owned and operated by Cumulus Media. The station programs an alternative rock format, and Martin Bandike has been with the radio station since 2006. Before working at radio station WQKL-FM, he also worked at radio station WDET-FM in Detroit, Michigan. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh Public Media 
has acquired radio station WAMO-AM, which transmits on a frequency of 660. Tim Martz is donating the frequency to Pittsburgh Public Media, and the hip-hop format that was airing on 660 will continue on a translator, which is being fed by radio station WDSY-HD2, which is owned and operated by Odyssey. In other news, congratulations go out to Steve McKay, who's the operations manager for radio station WOBM-FM in Toms River, New Jersey, and radio station WFPG-FM in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Both stations are owned and operated by Town Square Media, and he comes to Town Square Media after working in Columbia, South Carolina. Now let's move to Denver, Colorado, where Colorado Public Media has announced two new hosts for its classical service. They are Captain Thomas and Perry Wakefield Painter. In St. Louis, Missouri, Jake B. Bowling has exited his position as assistant program director at radio station KSLZ-FM in St. Louis, Missouri. KSLZ-FM is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. He says after 18 years of radio, he's drained mentally, and he would like to get out of the radio business, at least for now. Here's some good radio news. Len Bramer is returning to his role as radio announcer at radio station WXRT-FM in Chicago, Illinois. We told you a few months ago that Len Bramer had left his radio position at the radio station to undergo chemotherapy for cancer. Len Bramer can be heard Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till 1 p.m. Before working at radio station WXRT in Chicago, Illinois, Len Bramer worked at radio station WQBK-FM in Albany, New York. In other news, changes are going to be made at ESPN Radio with the departure of Sarah Spain. Sarah Spain had been hosting the evening show from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. with Jason Fitz. However, she decided to leave the show because she wants to spend more time with her family. She says she's not leaving ESPN. She'll be working for a special project for ESPN, and we'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, Relevant Radio has required an AM radio station and four translators in Detroit, Michigan. The station and translators are owned and operated by Family Life Ministries, and the cost of the sale is $3.1 million. The station affected here is WUFL AM. They transmit on a frequency of 1030 with translators throughout the state of Michigan. If you listen to lots of radio like I do, you'll notice that lots of radio stations play Christmas music during this time of the year. Most of the radio stations that play Christmas music do it on a temporary basis and then go back to their original formats, while other radio stations play Christmas music as a precursor to a new format. Here are some of the radio stations that we know will be changing formats after the holiday. WKSG-FM in Portsmouth, Ohio will be changing formats after the holiday. Right now, they're playing Christmas music. WWMR in Tupelo, Mississippi is stunning with Christmas music. However, a new format is coming to the radio station after the holidays as well. Finally, we always talk about what's happening in radio. People getting laid off, people getting fired, people getting hired and format changes. But what about radio's public service to the community? The Steve Harvey Show is a syndicated show that's heard on urban adult contemporary stations throughout the United States and is syndicated by Premier Radio. The Steve Harvey Show has donated 6,000 turkeys to those in need, and those turkeys were distributed by Steve Harvey radio station affiliates throughout the United States. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at all things radio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. I got to turn my microphone on. No problem, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this guy who spent 18 years in radio has uh, has decided he's had enough of radio. Is that is that what you said? Well, that's what I said, and based on the story that I, that I got, in other words, and he said he was mentally drained. Well, you know, I yeah, uh, I'm like really, this is radio for God's sake, folks. This well, it was. It was 18 years at KSLZ, so we don't know if he had a pass before that, right? I mean, well, it, but also yeah. I, I can see. I, I mean, I know that I work for the state of New York, Bernie, and it was that's not radio, but it's the same kind of thing. 
I had worked on a computer help desk taking phone calls from people all over the state from 1993 until 2000. And I got, I asked. I, trans- I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you about that. I don't think it's the same thing though. Well, I mean, radio is a piece of cake. Well, well maybe it was uh, iHeart related BS. I don't know. Um, it's, not, it's not difficult. Yeah, I mean, I, you're, I mean, you're right, Bernie. I mean, if you love radio and and, and we love radio, but. I, uh, what if as every, every year, I mean, you're seeing this more and more, and, and this year more than ever, Bernie, I've, I've seen more people retiring from the business. Maybe it's coincidental. Maybe it's because we're all getting old. But more and every, sure. every, every weekend. But then I see more people saying, I want to leave radio. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to do more. And, and ra- maybe it's the fact that radio, and we've bitched about this over and over again, and we've talked about it. Maybe it's because of the creativity of radio is not there anymore like it used to be in, right. in some respects. Right. Maybe right. It's happening with television, too. Yeah, it's happening with television also. You're seeing, but you don't see I, I think the it's the great resignation. Remember, people, are, if you listen to the news, they talk about so many people are redefining their lives. Everybody had a chance to sit down, you know, go over to the bench, take a time out, whatever you want to call it, for the pandemic, and they got to think about what they wanted to do, who they wanted to be with, where they wanted to live, you know, and, and I think a lot of people, a good chunk of people, maybe a quarter of the country has reevaluated their life in the last three years, and radio is just part of it. Well, I know that I would have loved to have been in radio, and it didn't happen for me. But then I realized that a friend of mine said to me, you know what, what would happen if you go into radio and, and you can't get that job that's going to last for 40 years or even 10 years or 20 years or even 30 years? I said, I don't know that I could handle moving around the country over and over again. I, I, and my friend said was right about me, and I'm not talking about anyone else. I'm just talking about myself. I am a security cow, and that's what he would say about me. Because I don't, I didn't really. Once I got settled in Albany and got my job with New York State, I didn't want to move around the country. And then I had a family to deal with. I had, I had a wife. I had, and I, I've had two kids. I had two kids to support. So, I mean, for me, radio just was was just not going going to be in my future. And I realized that that well, that, that it was a dream that I just wasn't going to see at this point in my life. Well, Bernie was an exception, right? You had that. that if class it had been, in- though, let's let's just say you got a job in Albany and you you were success there. You would have loved it. You would never have one day said, uh, "This is too mentally." But dirty. you know, you're I right mean, about the. You're I, right about that, Bernie. I have never, I have never gone to work one day feeling like I worked. I play, you know. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Well, I, I, like like my uncle. My uncle did it for thirty years as a newsman and talk show guy. Twenty five at the same station in Salt Lake City, but he found that he's like, you know what? In two thousand four, he's like, you know what? This acting thing, I'm starting to get more because I can't do both. Which one do I really want to do? Radio's changing. Do I want to stay there, or do I want to go be an actor and be in Hallmark movies? And there, you know where he went. Well, now, I just wonder. I suppose that, that someone could say, "Well, Bernie, you you retired. You must have had enough of it." Um, it wasn't that I was mentally drained. It was just that I know that you know. There's a point where because my wife is older than I am, we are we are not going to be able to do certain things like travel and stuff like that. So I wanted to be able to enjoy that. And then they presented me with the opportunity to continue working, and I couldn't resist. Mike, you were going to say you were going to say something, Mike. I just wonder if some of it is iHeart related, and I say that because and this is one of the reasons I came in. I wanted to ask Bernie or anyone in the know, and maybe you've covered this already, but. They're doing these interesting things that I don't see anywhere else. Like, they're really experimenting. Like, I know KLOU, they've tried, like, all-female announcers, and now they changed their their classic hits to 80s and 90s, even though they still play an occasional 70s. So I just wonder if they're really 
you know, messing with things. And, of course, we know iHeart is notorious, as some others, and running things in an absolute minimum uh, manpower. Sure. And, you know, so I don't know what that presents. Well, I do know what it means. It means that, uh, that, that we just lost the morning person at WRVE in Albany, New York. He's been with the radio station for, uh, I think they said, 26 years. And then he was laid off in... Uh, when they had the big layoff in 2020 and 2021 and they brought him back again to do mornings and i think he finally said i just had enough and or did we don't know that yeah. this cat didn't get let go and they said hey we'll give you a nice uh severance 90 days or something you know if you just stay uh, you walked away instead of saying yeah i don't yeah. think we will ever know yeah. but i mean before you say things yeah. bad about iheart the iheart is not the only company that's like this i mean look cumulus is not much better and and all these stations, a lot of the well, iHeart, well, Cumulus is definitely on the on the one of the stock exchanges. Part of the problem is these companies are not owned like by individuals; they're owned by corporations, and they have a board of directors that they have to answer to. And it's a lot different than if than if I own the radio station and I want to keep burning around for seventy five years. That doesn't. I mean, I'm just saying that as an example because I own the radio station. I don't have to answer to anyone. The difference here is that maybe to iHeart you can. No, the difference here, hold on a second, Sean. No, the difference is that 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 Jeff Smolian owns his radio station. They're not on the stock market. He owns. They the, well, they were, but they but they weren't, but they're not now, and they haven't been for quite a while. Right. And he owns the station, and he does, and he can do what he wants with this radio station. The other thing, and I've always said it about being blind and being in whether it doesn't matter where you're employed. It could be a radio. It could be working for the state of New York. It could be doing something. If you have the best thing I can say about being blind and being unemployed, and I've very, is that if you get the right person who says I can look past that blindness and give you the job and give you the chance to perform, that's where most blind people find that they get work. And and I know there are going to be blind people who aren't going to like what I have to say, but it, it is a fact of life. Bernie, you wouldn't have had you wouldn't have if you hadn't worked for Jeff, you probably wouldn't have had forty years in ra- at that one radio station because Jeff saw. No, but you can bet I would have. I would have been in radio somewhere because I wasn't going to take. But you would have been. But but Jeff saw something in you that maybe other people didn't. He he was able to see past the visual impairment. That's what I'm right. trying to say. But be- before we go any further, I need to thank Michael for the uh, uh, copy of my retirement show. Oh, there you go. That, Your life is complete so now. <laughs> So it's a little overdue. Finally Bobby. got it. But I mean, that's it part of radio. Great. If you're going to work in radio, just like that classic line from WKRP, right? Town to town and up and down the dial. I mean, that's just if you really love radio and you'll do that, right? That's. And I can say, don't mind moving every year or two, right? I mean, except if I could say yeah. that for my for myself, I loved radio, but I, I and, and and my sister was right. You love radio, but you didn't love it enough that you wanted to move from place to place over and over <laughs> and over again. And then, and you know what, Bernie? There's nothing wrong with that. Just, just the way it is. And radio is very similar. Like I said, you know, my dad being a high school football and basketball coach, very similar. He, you move town to town, and then when you got one place that you liked and they liked you, you can stay. If not, you just kept moving town to town if you wanted to stay in it. Yeah, you know, very similar in a lot of ways. Well, I think we've kind of exhausted this subject at this point. I really do. I think we. Oh, we've we'll just... never exhaust it. But no, going no. back to, no, I'm just will. curious. I, I, I do want to ask. Bernie, anyone, your thoughts on this? Is that is this unique? What I'm seeing here, KLLU, with trying to bring in more female, at least during the morning, midday, and afternoon, and also the classic hits, kind of getting away from the 70s and going to the 90s, or is that just- uh, 80s and 90s are tend to be the what you're seeing for oldies because the people who are older, not you know, mm-hmm. if you're born in 1980, 
you're going to remember stuff from the 90s and the 2000s. Uh, and then if you're born in 1970, the oldies for you might be the, the 70s, and, but might be the later 70s and the 80s and the 90s. So, well, I understand. You know, I mean, just yeah, a few months ago, the, it was 70s, I, 80s, so I didn't know if this is a... I think, a, I think the point that, that Michael's kind of curious about is, are they doing this to experiment and to try something new and something different? Because that's the thing. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing anything new. Nobody's doing anything different. The problem is it's hard for it to catch on. You know, you do it and you hope that people listen, but if you don't spend money to promote it outside yeah. the station and billboards and stuff like that, it's still going to be a tall order. It really is. And then yeah. if you can't make money with it, the people that people, People don't want to give the format a chance. So it used to be that a station could, would commit, uh, well, we're going to commit a year to the format or two years to the format to see if it will work. Now, if it doesn't work within three or four or five or six months, they're on to another format because they, they want to be able to make money. And it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's but a honestly, lot if, if it doesn't work in, in three, four, five or six months, it's not going to work. Well, that's, no. that, that's true to a, to a point. I can understand that. But, but when WCBS-FM first came on with its oldies format, it, it, it didn't catch on initially. But so I'm curious, with social media, can radio more quickly know if a format's going to work as opposed to waiting for books? I don't Probably. know. I would think so. I would yeah. think they know what people think about it. The social media, the social media, the word gets out more too yeah. about a station. Yeah, I remember when, yeah. when 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 I first started, when we all started listening to the radio, and there was no there was no Facebook, there was no Twitter, there was no Instagram, there was no TikTok, there was nothing like that. They're just one. Hey, Jeff, before we move along, I have two questions for you and the panel and Bernie, Mike, whoever. Number one, the I didn't hear this in the news. Maybe it's because I was messing with Twitter. But WCBS, didn't they do well in the ratings in New York since they've made the switch? And... The second thing is ESPN. If they would drop all their national syndicate or their formatting in the day, would the network just be podcast or would they just it would just go away? Well, no. I think what they're saying here was that the station is owned is being the it's owned and operated by uh, Emmis on ninety eight point seven with a local market agreement and Good Karma Media, the one that with Mel Karma's and son is running ninety eight point seven WEPN. They're the ones that are dropping the ESPN radio, national programming, from what I understand. But that, but ESPN radio isn't changing. It's just it's just that local station is dropping. It wants to drop all the national programming because they're not able to compete with WFAN, which does much better. Right. I don't know. And they'll probably keep the local. They'll keep the local on ten fifty, maybe, or the ESPN on ten fifty, and the local well, on ninety seven. Well, but we'll find out more next week. That's not what they said. Yeah. I'll I'll find out more, but. I, but again, I'm not sure they they haven't put up they haven't put up too much information about it. So, right, it's going to be hard to get because what they used to do is demand that you have Mike and Mike and things like that. ESPN is not going to be in a position to demand it if they're not if they're wedding. They York don't demand do it as much anymore. They don't demand it anymore. Yeah, they all, they, but all they care about is the spots. They, all they want you to do is run their spots. Yeah, okay then, because San Antonio is only local. For Mike Greenberg, his two-hour show, and two hours of Paul—I mean, only national for Mike Greenberg and two hours of Paul Feinbaum. The rest, it's all, you know, okay. local from six a.m. to seven. So, yeah. So, are they if they adopted uh, using podcasts to gauge popularity and bring in talent based on their success in the podcast arena? Yes, ESPN, so, or somewhat. Well, some the, of them have. Yeah, 
And when they do sports on the weekends, they get these out-of-town hosts or wherever, and they're on these not-so-good Zoom connections or however they're connecting. They just sound terrible. I mean, there's... It's just awful, and it's no wonder it's went to the level that it has. It just the sounds... other thing they do that isn't good for for listeners, and just general listeners, is if you don't have an ESPN affiliate in your market, you can't get the World Series, you can't get the football playoffs or the bowls. And so, if you're a guy jumping in the ra- in the car and you want to hear the World Series, or you want to hear, you know, and you're not in the local market and you just want to hear a football game because you've got to bet on the ball, you can't get the games. They make you be a, get those spots or be a, run those shows to get those games. And there's, there's big markets. We we don't have them anymore. Who else did you Dallas. say? Dallas doesn't have Dallas. them anymore. You know? Nope. So that's that's kind of, you know, you would think that a lot of times people have said, okay, you can just pick us up for the play-by-play. I mean, they don't want their play-by-play out there anymore. That's pretty bad. I think you're going to yeah. see some problems. I think ESPN is going to have some problems. And, and there's going to be a lot of changes. Perry, I know you're going to disagree with me. I don't care what, 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 what Roger Goodell says. But at yeah. some point, all sports programming is not going to be on the main networks. It's going to be on the paid networks, Paramount, Peacock, whatever paid, uh, whatever paid networks there are. I guarantee that that's what's going to happen eventually. Same thing with, uh, with networks. All the network shows you see on NBC, ABC, and CBS are going to go to paid yeah. networks. I think NBC, they're already starting it with a, with a one-hour news magazine from, uh, well, our time it airs from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m., that, and they have, they have an hour of local news. I think you're going to see these networks, or one network is going to go to an all-news format. I guarantee that that's going to happen in the future. I guarantee it. You heard it right here first, folks. Now, of course, I could that's be right. I, could be I, wrong. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say one more time since I complained about it for four years. Thanks again to Mike. That's it. I gotta yeah. say it again. You gotta say it again. And so you're pleased, and Mike can run the. But no, that's a good thing that you got that, Bernie. I'm really glad. I love it. You, you got have to bring that it. back sometime. Has it been four years? Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Been oh yeah. Four. And you know what? There's so yeah. much I forgot that was on that show. Of course, there are a couple of things that weren't on it because TuneIn didn't. Is well, yeah. Tune in is, is well. It's the commercial stuff. So you have to separate. Yeah, they, yeah they, it wasn't in sync, so I'd miss a little bit of each break because it right, was working. Right. That's yeah. another I didn't, thing. I didn't, get to hear, I didn't get to hear the winner, the guy who won the three thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't care. I'll take it. Right, you'll take it. Uh, it, was, it was so nice of you to do it. Do you see eventually CBSAM going? To the sports gambling format? No, I don't see that no, happening no. right now. No, I, I do see though. However, I do, and I and I saw the the way the people PPM ratings looked, and I looked at them uh, just this week, and you know, everything was cha- with the way things were listed was a little bit different that I wasn't quite used to. So, uh, but I don't see that happening. I'm not going to say it will never happen, Mike, but I don't see them taking a 50,000 watt station like WCBS AM and doing that with it. That's a no, bad format they, anyway. They, they can they can still sell advertising on it, but uh, but this wins thing has definitely helped them a lot. I can tell you that right now. Um, that wins going to FM was definitely the right move for them. Hey, I wonder if it's time for Jennifer because she's going to get mad. At Probably us. is. Thank you. Her Probably. One of her fans just hit me with a high heel. So yeah, they're ready. <laughs> Any callers will get to you after Jennifer. 
Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of December 1st. KZZN AM 1490, Littlefield, Texas changes slogan from your local voice to KZZN. AM 1490, WNCI FM 97.9, Columbus, Ohio, changes slogan from Columbus Hit Music Station to WNCI 97.9, KBUD FM 88.9, Alturas, California, changes calls to KBVD FM. KCHH FM 95.5 Warden, Montana changes format from not available to soft AC. KEYG FM 98.5 Grand Coulee, Washington changes format from classic hits to contemporary Christian and changes calls to KLGW and changes slogan from Sunny FM to K-Love. K-R-Q-N FM 107.1 Vinton, Iowa changes format from silent to regional Mexican. K-P-G-X FM 103.5 Navajo Mountain, Utah changes format from not available to religious teaching. KTBA AM 760 Tuba City, Arizona changes format from Southern Gospel to religious teaching. WAVV FM 101.1 Naples Park, Florida changes slogan from relaxing favorites to wave 101.1 WDEA AM 1370 Ellsworth, Maine changes slogan from a down east tradition to WDEA AM 1370 WRYM AM 840 New Britain, Connecticut changes format from ethnic to tropical WWCO AM 1240 Waterbury Connecticut changes format from ethnic to tropical WMNI AM 920 Columbus Ohio changes slogan from easy 95.1 FM 920 AM to Fox Sports 920 AM and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. And part of the, because her microphone sounds better, is due to Mike. Not only did he help Bernie, but he helped Jennifer in the office fix her microphone. And we do have a hand raised. He's your handyman. Yeah. We have a a hand raised from uh, someone in area code 301, so I'm going to uh, ask you to unmute, please. In the D.C. area. Yeah, well, it's, it's a 301 area. It's I Maryland. bet it's Charles. Yeah. No, Maryland. not Charles. No, it's Charles? not Charles. He's in 410. Go yeah. ahead, uh, 301. Yes, not, don't scream. Good. I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, this is Victor, and um, I want to hip you guys to a station that a couple of friends told me about. It's called No Hit Radio, 
Um, it's a low-powered station in San Antonio, uh, Texas, KCJV 97.9. They're on the Internet, and uh, they play oldies that nobody has heard, and they play originals of songs that you have heard. Every now and then, they will sneak in a song that I have heard maybe a few times in that time era. They brag that they play the beginning and endings of the songs. There's no commercials, no DJs, just one song after the other. Do they run right, that song? Thank that, all right, thank you, Victor. Yeah. Thank God for no DJs. Oh, okay. <laughs> and not only that, no yeah. DJs, but also if they play things that are, well, they, they don't really care. They don't have any commercials, so I guess it doesn't really matter. So yeah. they're not going to last. One more time, Victor. Okay, uh, the station is KCJV, and you can tell um, Alexa to play it, play No Hit Radio, and um, I've been listening to them practically all weekend long last weekend, and... What I'm era is really it? What era? 50s and 60s stuff. or 60s and 70s? I'm trying to get them to play answer songs, you know, the answer songs to some of the right. hits, and also um, there was a song that... They might be interested in. I got a phone number for them, but I can't get through. <laughs> Are they fifties and sixties, sixties and seventies? What era? Uh, probably, probably uh, mostly sixties, and they play more R and B and soul. But they do throw in garage rock, psychedelic, um, surf uh, originals, as I said. And yeah. I did hear one or two uh, answer songs. Okay, cool. All right, thank you, Vic. Thank you very much. All right, Jerry, can you no, can you uh, uh, unmute, please? I think I'm already there. Um, you are. Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. One thing I like that iHeart I is doing, uh, the station you put on a couple of weeks ago, um, Jeff, I've been listening to that smooth 70s, and I really like that. Yeah, that's not owned by iHeart. That's a that's a, a lot of radio play. A lot of radio stations are being heard on other players. Like uh, Cumulus is heard on the Odyssey platform and the iHeart platform, and they're doing it because it it it, it benefits everyone. So that's not an iHeart Radio owned and operated station. But it, you do like that station. I'm glad that you like it, Jerry. It it, it, it reminds me of my working day, and it's soft seventies and it's tolerable stuff. You know that I really liked, and uh, it's good. It's all the stuff I played when I was in college, when I was at WJPZ, and I remember it quite, quite well. Thank you, Jerry. And as a matter of fact, we, can, we don't normally do this very often on, on All Things Radio, but let's acknowledge uh, the death of Christine McVie, who was the, in the oh, yeah. Fleetwood Mac, and uh, she wrote a lot of their music. And I thought that when, when I used to yep. play their stuff in the 70s, I don't know about you, Bernie, but I really liked some of that stuff uh, over my head. I did, too. And, and it was yeah. really good, and... Uh, Passed away at the age of 79, and uh, we, we played a lot of that stuff when I was in college. A nice voice. Very and for, nice. Those of you that, for those of you that don't know, well, who may, who may be younger, most people, her song Everywhere is now, I think, in a Chevy commercial. It came out, what, yeah, 80, it it come out, 86, 87? It's a Chevy commercial. So that's where the younger people are learning it. But, I mean, she could still go even then. I mean, that and Tell Me Lies. And, and basically, she wrote the whole Rumors album. Well, the, the thing is, think about the, the song Everywhere. Um, people, like my wife said, I want that song on my phone. She she wasn't overly yep. familiar with it before that. So, you know. Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how 
commercials mm. promote music. Yeah. yeah. Well, this should be a great time for people who own the rights to music because so many TV commercials just have songs now. Of course, if you can't see, yeah, you have no idea exactly. what the commercial is, but <laughs> it seems at an all-time high. And you notice, if you listen to older yeah. air checks, and I play a lot of them, Mike, there were a lot more jingle commercials down the on the radio back then, but the, not as much now as there were back then. And uh, things have definitely changed. But like the Carpenter song, that really was the music for a bank commercial close to you. That was a bank commercial out there on the West Coast. So uh, that became a song. And of course, uh, when you say love, uh, the Budweiser thing was uh, that yeah. Cher did. That was that came out of a commercial for Budweiser beer and stuff like that. So, and uh, I like to see, talent. And, and I like to teach the world to sing. What was that by the Seekers? Right, that one. Yeah, yeah. that was Coke that became a, that was a, Coke. a Coke commercial. So. All right, Bob Seger, like a rock. But anyway, we can go on and on. And yeah. yeah. All right, let's <laughs> let's move let's move on, guys. Uh, go ahead, Bill. Yeah. Well, we're gonna go to Cleveland, Ohio. Jimmy Donovan, or Jim Donovan, you might want to call him. But uh, he's been the voice of Cleveland sports for thirty-five years, and I just happened to dial up the Cleveland. Tampa Bay game this last Sunday and listened to him. He was doing quite a good job in the game. Oh, yeah. Went in and, yeah, that was went into overtime and it was just quite a good game, but I am to think he was a throwback and he sounds a little bit like Wayne Larrabee to me. I'm not saying he does, but a little bit, but I think you'll like it. Um, we got about 12 minutes of some of his best to know about 10 minutes, but I think you're going to like it if you're into that type of thing and you like sports and that. And I'm still saying we will see two translators transition into one heavy duty sports station here in Indy. Okay. Uh, well, I've, <laughs> I'm not All as right. I'm not as firm as Jeff was, but I I can see that happening. There's too many games, and things are missing with Pacer conflicts and Colts and IU and how friend, different things are having to be moved around to be done. You, I don't. I think translator relators are there, but they're not there yet. Hey. Not of translators, but did you read Doug's post about HD? The first step was approved to increasing the power of HD stations. So maybe you'll get some more interference on your (laughs) FM dial. But here we go. Without further ado, as Jeff says, here we go. What a treat to be with Al Michaels from NBC Sunday Night Football. And on the call for the Browns and Steelers, Al, there was the game, the Browns and Steelers, and then there was the game that the Browns and Steelers became on Tuesday when the news came down that uh, Kevin Stefanski would not be able to be on the sidelines and coach the Browns. In an amazing year in the NFL, this is a new chapter for it. Yeah, I mean, every week, Jim, we've got crazy stuff going on, obviously, with the Browns and the whole COVID issue around the league. Uh, and, and certain teams in particular, obviously, Cleveland would be in, in that It's been the most unusual. Hopefully this is a one-off. Hopefully next year we're back to some sense of normalcy. But this just adds another twist, another element of mystery uh, to a game on on Sunday night. But uh, it's great to be able to be a part of uh, 
the Browns getting back into the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. I got a lot of buddies who are, who are big Browns fans, and I can feel it. I mean, they are just over the top. Yeah, I have to tell you, it was uh, there were 12,000 in the stadium on Sunday when they, you know, hung on and won, and they and they win and they're in, and it felt like 120,000. It really did. It was, it was a great moment. You know, I have said to people when they've said, "When do you know the Browns will be back?" and I will say, "One of the indicators will be when they're on Sunday night football." I mean, that's when they'll be back. So it was nice getting flexed in a couple of weeks ago against the Giants. We missed you, uh, but it was nice getting flexed in. Um, But it's good to see them back, isn't it? I mean, they're one of the hallmarks of the NFL. Yeah, for for sure. I mean, we we, we got in a little prematurely, as you recall, last year. We had the Browns, I think, in week three against against the Rams. Close game, Rams won it, you know, held on to the end. But it is good. I mean, Cleveland's always been, uh, you know, one of the hallmark franchises. Uh, I know in my years on Monday night, you were around at that point. I I used to see you a lot uh, at the old stadium. Uh, We had the Browns on a a number of times, and that was fun. That was fun going all the way back to the late 80s and 90s. Then obviously they they move out of town. You come back. You have this new iteration. But uh, I really like the way it looks right now. I mean, I just feel that we all know who follow football, it really kind of starts with that quarterback-coach combination. Mm-hmm. And the Browns obviously have had a real rough time matching up the head coach and the quarterback and guys uh, coming in, coming out. Uh, did they get it right this time? Well, it sure looks that way. So uh, I think the, the future is very bright for the Browns. Al, uh, the Steelers have always been in their way. When they came back in 1999, their first game back, was against the Steelers. Rough night. Uh, when they last made the playoffs, it was against the Steelers, uh, an incredible game that they, they lost a heartbreaker. And here they are again. It's almost like, you know, they're always there. And once you prove you can beat them, then you know that you're really back up in a different class, a higher class in the league. Yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, obviously, the, the Steelers have been so steady through the years. Mike Tomlin does not get enough credit. Uh, here, here's a, a man who took over for Bill Cowher. In 07, won the Super Bowl the following season. Uh, it's gotten them to the playoffs multiple times. That's a, that's a when you when you can have a run where you don't have a losing record mm. uh, over over that uh, period of time. And he he's Mike's never had a, a sub 500 record. I mean that that's pretty good. He doesn't get. I don't think the respect that I believe he deserves. And he should be regarded, he is by by a number of people, but not by uh, the masses, I think, is one of the best coaches in the National Football League. But then you got, you know, you talk about a quarterback-coach combination. I mean, Tomlin with Roethlisberger, yeah. that's been pretty good, and that's one of the reasons for their sustained success. Al, tell me this. Um, we have a throwback player uh, here in Cleveland, and his name is Nick Chubb. Uh, what a sensational player. Um, no celebration when he scores a touchdown or a great run, and he does a lot of both in that category. All he wants to do is win, doesn't worry about his stats. I mean, you could uh, you could put number 32 in a Browns jersey on him, and I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a real stretch. He is a phenomenal player. A guy like you, I mean, you look at that, I, I bet you'll enjoy watching him play. Oh, there's, there's, there's very little doubt about that. I'm not sure you want to put 32 on him. <laughs> you know? I mean, thir- 32, that stands alone. Maybe we'll put, we'll put 32 and a half or 33 on him. Yeah, he he's a throwback in that regard. And, you know, I watch Mayfield, and he in his own way is a throwback kind of guy. You know, I just, I just like I love his energy. I love the, the enthusiasm. I mean, you, you see some quarterbacks around the league, and they're not necessarily passive. But I, I like when, you know, the guys are, are really into it. And you can see that with Baker Mayfield. I, I love that too. I mean, you guys 
with that team have a lot of players that all of a sudden are nationally acclaimed right now. I think Baker's on probably as many commercials as, as <laughs> Peyton Manning was in his prime. Uh, people know about Chubb. You got Kareem Hunt, who led the league in rushing when he was in Kansas City, so people obviously remember him. Landry, you had Beckham, you got Miles Garrett on the other side. Uh, this is a team, I mean, there are times when we, we do a team and we really have to introduce everybody. Yeah. People sort of know who the key guys are with the Browns right now. Al, is uh, one of the things, and maybe there are many things, one of the things that you miss this year, that opening shot, you get that opening music, and you're signing that game on, and on Sunday night you would have all those terrible towels waving, but that crowd reaction, is that sure. one of the things you're missing? Oh, for sure. I mean, Jim, of all the things that we miss, the most, that's that's number one. I mean, I you know, used to love walking to a stadium. We get there three hours before the game. You watch it fill up. You got the music going. The players are out there warming up. Uh, the, the buzz begins. Then the game starts. And you feel it. The energy is fantastic. And that's one of the things I've always loved about sports is just the feel of it. So now it's, it's totally different, especially, you know, we're in a place like Seattle, which is rocking and rolling every time we're there. We had two games here this year, and Chris and I are sitting there going, this doesn't, doesn't feel right on any level. It just doesn't feel right. There are no fans streaming to the stadium. Uh, there's no buzz. And to do these games, I pretty much felt like, you know, when a trainer in horse racing puts blinkers on a horse, but he doesn't look, he doesn't look into the field he doesn't look into the grandstand yeah that's pretty much the way i'm doing games right now just kind of you know look from sideline to sideline and then don't look the rest hey al uh, thanks for your time and a great hearty congratulations on the ford frick award and going into baseball's hall of fame uh really happy for you well thank you so much jim and it was a, a, a very pleasant surprise for me because, you know, i did a ton of baseball <laughs> through the years i hadn't done a game in 25 years so it was very exciting for me to to, to get that award and i think i probably can attribute it to the fact that you might be <laughs> Call, I am the only person to ever call a Dwayne Kuyper home run on national television. As we all know, and people who followed, you know, the Indians for years know that Dwayne Kuyper hit one home run in whatever it was, three thousand plate appearances. It was on a Monday night game in 1977, and I called it along with Steve Stone. He hit it off Steve Stone. Steve Stone threw it, and he became my partner down the line. But to these days, Kuyper, when I see Kuyper, who's of course uh, doing the, the Giants, the San Francisco Giants, on radio and TV, he says. You you owe your career to me. So there you have it. <laughs> it's a it's a civic holiday still. It is. It really it is. <laughs> hey Al, thank you very very much. Okay, Jeff, take care, man. Hi, everybody from First Energy Stadium, which turns out to be a very happy place on this Sunday as the Browns come from behind and record a thrilling, thrilling overtime win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a score of 23-17. Now, the Browns started out the same old way. They went right down and scored another touchdown. And the sameness of the way this season has gone, well, it started once again today. The Browns score right away, but then they don't score. And they don't score some more. And the offense goes very silent. And they miss a few goal. But the difference today was that the Browns defense, which has been invisible for many Sundays so far this season, they really showed up in this game, and they had to. After all, you're playing the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. And they did a great job against him, and they did a great job against a very talented group of wide receivers that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers possess. I mean, Mike Evans battled all day long with the rookie defensive back, Martin M.J. Emerson, and I have to tell you, in most situations, Emerson came out the winner. But all of a sudden, it looked as though once 
once again, the Browns were going to lose again, down by seven, and Jacoby Brissett led them down the field, helped out by Nick Chubb, who went over 1,000 yards rushing this season in the afternoon performance in this game and got them down close, and then maybe the catch of his short NFL career. David Njoku, the Browns' tight end, on a fourth down play, last call for the Browns to stay in the game and try and tie it up. Brissett whistled one into the back of the end zone, and Joku went up with one hand, yanked it down, landed in the end zone, and after the point after, this game was tied, and we went to overtime. In overtime, the Browns' defense stopped Tom Brady, led by Miles Garrett. Garrett had a couple of sacks in the game, and then finally, the big play that the Browns needed, it broke loose. On a bit of a wet field, Carlton Davis, the cornerback for Tampa Bay, slips in his coverage against Samari Cooper, and Cooper's wide open, races the ball down to the three-yard line, and the Browns are three yards away from winning the game. And so on first down, they don't get it. And a lot of people are saying, kick the darn field goal and let's get out of here. But on second down, they went for one more crack, and Nick Chubb beat an offside Tampa Bay defense and went in for the winning touchdown. And the Browns finally had a win, but more importantly, they had a clutch win. They came from behind, which has not been their trademark throughout this season, to get their fourth win of the year. Hats off to Jacoby Brissett in his last start as the Browns quarterback this season. He did a great job, like he's done all season long. What a pro. Now he hands the reins over to Deshaun Watson. Because you know what, everybody? It's opening day coming up next Sunday. The second season for the Browns. The Watson season. The $230 million guaranteed contract. Does it start to pay off? In Houston, the team that Watson snubbed and wanted to be traded from, he goes back in his first game as a Brown, will be a against the Texans. The one win Houston Texans. But that's a story as the week develops because on this Sunday, this day belongs to Jacoby Brissett, to Nick Chubb, to Amari Cooper, to David Njoku, to the Browns defense led by Miles Garrett. Yes, a team win as they pull it out 23-17 over the Buccaneers in overtime. Their fourth win of the year. Now, can they build on it? For WKYC.com, I'm Jim Donovan. Well, there you go. And a lot of the stuff being done on .com. Not on TV and or radio, but done on a .com. So, to oh, that, that, uh, Jim Donovan is a really good announcer. He and Tom Hamilton, who does the uh, Guardians, formerly of the Indians, are the most excitable announcers uh, that there are. And they really are into it. Their hearts are into it. And if you put on a Cleveland... Uh, uh, Browns or Guardians game, you're going to get a good show, and uh, you're really going to know how it's going. And he's from this area originally, I guess. He uh, grew up in Milton, Massachusetts, as I understand it. I don't know that he worked in this area. I don't hear about him until he got the Browns job. He uh, came in, at the, and I think he'd probably been in Cleveland TV. Often the Browns have gotten their announcers from uh, anchor desks around the town. Uh, but he came in and, uh, you know, uh, fit right in with the Browns when they came back into the league in 1999. He's been their announcer. He's had some health problems. He's a cancer survivor. The Browns have had some bad luck with announcers. They lost Nev Chandler to cancer in the 90s, and they lost uh, Casey Coleman, who announced for a few years and then was down on the sideline. <coughs> Ken Coleman's son lost him to cancer. But, uh, you know, Jim Dunneman has survived. He's, uh, it sounds really good, and uh, he's really fun to listen to. If you ever get a chance to listen, and this Sunday, he was just talking about it, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson starts to play again, and he's been embattled. He's been in a controversial legal uh, battle, but he is now back with the Browns. Uh, has served his suspension, and he's right. It's a new era. We'll see how it goes. They've paid a lot of money for him, and we'll see if it actually does any good. 
<laughs> and he's a, I was impressed. He's a really good interviewer. I had never heard him do a lot of interviewing with that when he was talking to Al Michaels. So that shows he has that shows the TV in him a little bit. He, I mean, he was right on, and you know they had a relationship. So that's I got that's the side I never noticed. Saw of him. So it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens on Sunday, but that's something for another day, another time. But and another show. But yeah. it's nice that we can sit here in Indianapolis or Naples, Florida, and hit a button and talk into a device, and that radio station plays or that stream you know you can listen to that ball game and by the way i've been using my little note taker and the google assistant has really been stepping up where sometimes um lady a will not always play what you want or you got to go through hoops like you say you know play legend radio and it plays podcasts or does something else well interesting uh that you mentioned that bill because there was just a recent report that amazon itself has lost 10 billion dollars yes they have because and google's lost some as well but two factors a that they invested all this money hoping people would use them for shopping but you know if they're trying to force you to buy things you don't want to buy and they can't reliably assess what product you're asking it to purchase uh, now there's people just aren't interested. They want to go online and actually see the product. But so I am curious what that may mean for the long term of voice assistance for listening to radio and podcast and stuff. Will there become a time they say, look, it's not profitable for us? Although with the uh, recent Cyber Monday, Black Friday, they had their best sales of these right. devices. So they have to figure out how to monetize it. They're certainly not going to keep. It's like $3 billion in one quarter. They're not going to keep losing money on it. I, I think, think there's, a, there's a big annoying thing I have about Alexa, Mike. And I, I said, how old is Stevie Nicks? Uh, and, and, and she says, would you like, we can play you music from Fleetwood Mac, but if you'd like the complete library, you can subscribe to Amazon Music. Now, they knew exactly what I was saying. That, that, there was no problem right. with my voice. So, But, but they not, did also mention burnout for the engineers that are coding this. And I, I know I've mentioned that before here at Coffee Club. And, like two years ago, I thought both Google and Amazon were more accurate in the results they were returning. So. So. But I don't think it's gotten better with time. It's like using Siri. It's not better. These things aren't progressing. No. You know, Siri was, is getting dumber and dumber, I have to tell you. But uh, thing is, so I, you know, and here, here's the thing about Siri, and Bill, you've got hearing aids. Um, yeah. <laughs> now that I'm, I'm, I'm wearing hearing aids, and if I ask Siri what a song is, uh, she no longer can tell me. I have to take my hearing aids off. Yeah, huh. what is up with that? I was at the bar trying to do I, that I with the yeah. I don't understand what it is. It's very yeah. strange. Yeah, it we is. Do. If, I, if, I take, if I take the hearing aids out and I ask her, she can tell me. But if I have my hearing aids in, she can't. And she mm. used to be able to. That's weird. They, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that at and the bar. <laughs> now, we do have, uh, I believe it's Alice Al, in yeah, Ohio. And Al. I'll ask you if you can mute yourself, please. Okay. okay. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Yeah. Uh, thank you for playing the Jim Donovan uh, interview with Al Michaels. I never knew that he interviewed Al Michaels. I just heard about it this evening. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was probably a podcast, you know, probably maybe for that WKYC thing or something, you know? Yeah, Channels. W, uh, Donovan actually the sports director of WKYC NBC affiliate channel. There you go. Oh. Yeah, I thought he was okay. on TV. When he's in town, you know, not doing mm-hmm. Browns games. Anyway, thank you very much. And uh, I'm still looking forward to the uh, Casey, I mean, not Casey, the Ken Coleman uh, feature at the Bill. Oh, so, yeah. That's my memory. That's on me. I'll do that right, for you. Right. That's quite all right, yeah. I remember the, Casey. Oh, I'll be interested in that because of his years here, and he's from here, so uh, that'll be... Yeah, you know, we'll be, be glad cool. to do There's a Boston-Cleveland connection with sports announcers over the years. So. Over right, the years, you. like your long-time right, Joe. Yeah. There's a station I wanted to let you know about in Dayton, Ohio, WSWO, an oldie station. The okay. The public uh, radio station. It's, uh, and I found out it's only 100 watts. They're located at 97.3. I will definitely take a look at them for a featured station segment, Al. Thank you. All right, thank thank you. I've got a story on them, too. I used to know the general manager of that station back when we were going over to Dayton to help out Jay Daly, and there was talk at the time that we were going to sync the two radio stations, the legend and that station. We just couldn't agree on how we were going to do it but that almost happened as a funny story oh, wow. i just remembered that yeah glad we didn't oh. <laughs> uh, yeah but it's a good oldie station man check it out got check it out check out now so jeff you've got a you're gonna go back we've done this guy before on here yeah, we have, but uh, this is an air check that it was from 1970. Uh, I believe it was November 20th, 1970. And the reason I say that is because he, he was talking about Thanksgiving, and he was talking about it being a Friday, and Thanksgiving was on November 26th, 1970, back in the day. So we're going to hear Lee Baby Sims on KCBQ AM, 1170 KCBQ AM in San Diego, California. Well. Chris will straighten out the dates if it's well, messed see up. What we, see what we come up with. Yeah, he'll straighten that out. But uh, Jeff is per right, per use. But here we go. This week on my Classic Etrick segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to November 20th, 1970. And we're traveling to San Diego, California. And we're going to listen to radio station KCBQ AM. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Lee Baby Sims, who is really wild and crazy. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy KCBQ AM from November 20th, 1970, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. I'm KCBQ with Lee Sims. I made it. <laughs> Make them out again, man. It's 9.03 at the heavy 11.70 on a fun weekend. I got it till midnight tonight. Let's see if we can't get this thing rolling. R. Dean Taylor. Time. This guy wants to blow his chick off. He does something bad. He has to leave the state. See, and he's, he's cop out with the chick all the time. Why don't you come back and love me and your baby, Ardeen? I can't come back because I'm wanted by the police. No, I can't go back to India. Ardeen Taylor. I'm Casey Beach with Lee Sims. It's 906 now. First came the Pantry West, Pacific Beach. Make it to your nearest pantry and do your thing. 
thought I'd do my thing as soon as I went home tonight, man. Wouldn't wait to make it down to the pantry at 1159 Garnett and Pacific Beach where you get your hang 10 knit tops at the pantry. Machine Gun McCain. All ages parental guys. Machine Gun McCain. Now showing at the Broadway Playhouse downtown. The Big Sky and the Pacific Drive-Ins. Extensive, which means a lot of low clouds with a chance of showers from the coast to the foothills tonight. Otherwise, mostly sunny days through Sunday. 60 degrees downtown. 60 in El Cajon. 59 at Radio Park. I got the Charles and I want to spend my Get a little song, there's all the papas in there. Love papas and lalas and little ad-libs. Trogs with a girl like you on KCBQ with a disc jockey like me. You know you can't go wrong. It's 9, 10. Sly. That's Sears. Don't just stand there. Santana and Sly on the Family Stone. Sensational albums, tapes and cassettes on sale now. From 268 to 48. It's Sears, San Diego, Chula Vista and El Cajon. Here's Three Dog Night. Play high-low for quick dough. There's always a winner. Keep tabs on each guess, which narrows to the exact amount in the high-low jackpot. Verified by Security Pacific Bank. Chicago Transit Authority. Does anybody really know what time it is? Yeah, baby, a lot of people do, but does anybody really care? It's 9.14 on the heavy 1170. We leave baby for fun. We get a text, and I know I'm losing you. Stretches it, baby, to make it rhyme. I can feel it in my bones. Soon you'll be gone. All right. I know I'm losing you, and I'm so glad it's finally happened. 9-17 with me, baby, on KCBQ. Elton John, take me. If y'all feel that it's real. Elton John. KCBQ in San Diego with me, baby. It being the weekend, we tend to let it hang out just a little bit farther. Illusion. Just see her eyes. Come on, baby. Yeah. Illusion. Did you see her eyes? Summertime, 1969. The KCBQ with me, baby, as I keep it rolling. 923 on a fun weekend. Bad finger, no matter what. No matter what. KCBQ's Fun 30 survey, no matter what. 926 on KCBQ with Lee's Answer that. It might be the phone. Hello? The Wrangler. Ah, can dig it. As a community service, KCBQ reminds you that it's Mother Goose Parade time. Again, in El Cajon, Sunday, number 22nd at 2 p.m. 90 minutes of wonderful entertainment for the young and young at heart. Bleach your seats now on sale at the parade office. Bleach your bums will be available at the parade. 927. It's... Is a Stephen Winwood group. Used to call themselves the Spencer Davis group, but me and you know better, baby, because it was Stevie that made it for them. I am a man. Fort Hood Meli jury finds Sergeant David Mitchell innocent. 9.30 in San Diego. Lee Marshall reporting KCBQ News. Lee Marshall reporting KCBQ News. Now, here's Lee Baby Sims with more KCBQ music. wonder what it means by that. You make everything groovy. Come on, wild thing. You make my heart sing. It ain't my heart that's singing, baby. I tell you that. 
KCBQ with Lee Baby on a fun weekend. It's 22 minutes before 10 o'clock, and you guys listen for the sound of the gobble to gobble up a free Thanksgiving turkey from KCBQ. At FedMart, you'll find all your favorite LPs at low prices, such as Elton John on the Universal label. Here's your song, and it's priced at $2.89 at FedMart. It's a little bit funny, this feeling inside. FedMart has all the top albums. Here's I'm Your Captain from Closer to Home by Grand Funk. FedMart's low price is $2.89. Get it for your collection. I'm your captain. Though I'm Warner Brothers album by Otis Redding and Jimi Hendrix is a must for every collection. Shake is just one of the great exciting sounds of this album. 349 at your nearby Fed Bar. Mason's new LP called Alone Together, now available on the Blue Thumb label at FedMart for the low money-saving price of $3.49. See you at FedMart today. From Denmark and continue all night. Oh, Let KCBQ give you the bird. Win a Thanksgiving turkey. Call 230-4411 at the sound of the gobble. One winner per family, please. I can really be, all right? It's 20 minutes before 10 at the heavy 1170 with the baby and the stone. Sing it now. I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. Lovers, lovers, now fade away. Stones on KCBQ with Lee Baby. It's 17 minutes before 10. Here I come. Watch me. KCBQ with Lee Sims at 15 minutes before 10 with Marvin and Cammy. Ooh, ain't nothing. on my wall, baby, but it can't talk or come to me when I call. Ain't nothing like a real thing. That's beautiful. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell on KCBQ on a fun weekend with Lee Sims as I continue to kick him out at 13 minutes before 10. And Joe Cocker. Ladies and gentlemen, it's terrible. before 10 o'clock on a fun weekend Friday night all over Southern California. I want you people to know that there are cats out there just getting into some of old weird stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, just doing it in the street and everywhere else, baby. And there you sit. What are you going to talk about when you get old? Huh? I mean, what kind of memories are you going to have? I suggest you get out there and get some of it for yourself. Another joke, Cocker. It's Cockbill, man. All aboard. Oh, look at man. Uh, if you, uh, if, if uh, 
do decide to uh, go out and get it on, then uh, take me with you, okay? Because I really like to watch. I just sit there and watch. I'll be good. Don't say a word. Just play a few records for you. Give it a time. The temperature once in a while. Tell you about High Low Game 24 coming up at any time. Tell you about uh, I can win a free Thanksgiving turkey. Anything. Just let me watch, okay? Yo, Cocker, five minutes before ten. On the heavy 1170 as I keep it cooking. a little careful listening, baby, but if you can dig it, the track on this record is out of sight. I mean, the lyrics are cool, right? Because Smokey wrote them, but the track is just a burner from start to finish. That's Tears of a Clown. That's Smokey and the Miracles, and I'm Lee Sims. This is KCBQ, but you knew that, right? It's two minutes before ten. Dream Merchant, Jerry Butler. Mr. Dream Merchant, bring her back to me. It's Jerry Butler. It's 10 p.m. And you're hearing the hits, old and new, on KCBQ San Diego. I am Lee Sims. Dig it? Wasn't listening for a mama to call. Too involved in what she was doing, baby. That's it. Greetings, Clearwater Revival. Good golly, Miss Molly. It's two minutes past ten on KCBQ with Lee Sims. It's at the Strand Theater in Ocean Beach. Soldier Blue starring Candace Bergen and Ryder on the Rain with Charles Bronson. It's a double billing that you won't want to miss at a price you can't pass up. Only 60 cents, but that's what the Strand is all about. On Sunday, November 22nd at Anthrill. All those guys went to the radio station today. I beat them on my moped, man. I sucked them up my carburetor and spit them up my exhaust. I murder them on my moped. It's 10.03, KCBQ weather, a lot of low clouds. It says extensive here, but that's a little too big a word to use on my program, I'm afraid. Not that I don't respect your intelligence or anything, it's just a big word, right? Low clouds, chance of showers for the coast of the foothills tonight, although it's partly sunny days through Sunday. 59 degrees downtown, 59 in El Cajon, 58 at Radio Pop. Yes, George, what is it? Hare Krishna! I don't know if you people have seen a picture of, uh, of George Harrison recently, but he has shaved his head except for this little uh, this little bit of hair right on the top of his head. It's real long, and he only wears saffron-colored robes now, and he's looking for God. <laughs> What's happening to everybody, man? I'm getting out of here. I'm going back home. I don't know if I can dig it anymore. You're a bunch of freaks, that's all. It's 11 minutes past 10 o'clock on KCBQ with Lee. If you want to play high low, call me now. 2304411. Meanwhile, I'll let Will, Wilson pick and tell you what it feels like to be in, be in love. That's love. You got it right. I think he's done it before because he's got it down pat. I'm in love. That's, uh, that's, uh, uh, <laughs> now wait a minute. I know who that is. Now I've played that record before. It's Wilson Pickett, of course. Wilson Pickett. And it's 11 minutes after 10. I may do a space or two on you guys tonight, but it's okay. All right, I'll maintain, man, because I'm a pro. I got my high-low player. We'll talk to him in 60 seconds. I like peanut butter. I like chocolate. The telephone with me now. Ready to play high-low game number 24 is Dave, Dave, Dave Hoxley. Is that right, Dave? Uh, Hoxie, yeah. Hoxie, I'm sorry, man. How you doing tonight, brother? Oh, 
Well, if you win the money, man, you, uh, you're going to be feeling real good. All right, Dave, have you ever played the contest before, brother? No, no, no. You know how to do it, though, don't you? Yeah. Okay, man, we were, uh, we're getting pretty close on China Smith's show today and on, uh, yeah, on K.O. Bailey's show, right? <laughs> Say, uh, do, left, do you, uh, you think you got a pretty good idea, man? Yeah. Okay, baby, I'll keep my fingers crossed for you. Here we go, Dave. Hoxie. Right. Uh, 338 South Orange Drive. El Cajon, can you tell me the exact verified amount of KCBQ cash in high-low game number 24? Breathtaking moment here. The okay, we'll try uh, 557. That's 557.96. Five, five, would, uh, would you repeat that for me, Dave, please? 557.96. Yeah. 557.96. Five, five, right? Right. How you feeling now, man? That is really something else. I almost had some shit out on the radio. That's great. That really is. Yeah, that's right. beautiful, man. Beautiful. I had a feeling that you were going to win all that bread, man. You know, I've been trying to get a hold of you for the last two days. All day long, I've been sitting in the bed with the flu, you know. Yeah. And I finally figured out how to do it, I guess. <laughs> And is that how you uh, is that how you got it so close because you were digging it all the time? Yeah. Out of sight. Hey, uh, Dave, are you are you married, man? Yeah, I got married last June. I went to buy my wife a very nice present. You better believe it. I bet you call her Honey, don't you? Oh, every time. Okay, let me talk to Honey, man. Okay. okay. We talk to Honey here, folks, and see how Honey is feeling about this. I feel fabulous. Hi, honey. How oh, are you? Hi. How, How are you, you feeling, going? baby? Are you cool, man? Your husband just won $557.96. Oh, isn't he beautiful? Yeah, that's out of sight, man. Oh, Good. he's wonderful. Good. All right, put Dave on. Let me tell him a couple things here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Dave Hoxie, 338 South Orange Avenue in uh, in El Cajon, winner $557.96. Dave, mm -hmm. what can I say, baby? It's beautiful. I'm sure glad you won, man. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, and take that money. And uh, and use it in good health, okay, man? All right, Dave, you be cool, baby, and we'll get in touch with you and lay this bread on you, all right? Dave Huxley just won $557.96 with Lee Baby on KCBQ's High Low Game number 24. High Low Game 25, already up for grabs. Stand by for your chance, baby. Listen for the cue to call and win it all on the heavy 11 Be ashamed the way you mess around with your man. Spinners on KCBQ with Lee, baby. One no shame. Just a couple of seconds ago when Dave Huxley of El Cajon won all that bread in Hilo Game 24. I was happy to give it away, man. I could do that all day long. If I had a lot of money, I would be a philanthropist, I think. Because you can get good loving just about on any street corner. It's special loving. It's hard to come by. It's, it's a special loving that counts, too. That's Robert and Tammy. I'm leaving. It's 1021 with Van Morrison and Domino. Oh, That's it, a band. On KCBQ, it's Lee Sims with a fun weekend. Request slides at 286 to 800. If you can't dig your stuff I'm playing, let me hear from you, baby. We can talk about it. It's 1024. This is Robert Knight. Open up your eyes. 
than you realize. Here I stand. Or rather, here Robert Parker stands with his everlasting love. It's 1026 here at KCBQ with Lee Sims, Dave Hoxie of El Cajon. Just won high-low game 24 a couple of minutes ago. You guys stand by. High-low game 25 is already underway, and you could be next. Every day in all parts of the county, you got to see it to believe it. Wow. My chick says that a lot, too, but now when I talk to her, wow. There's a Valentine's at 113 West Grand at Escondido at 609 Mission and Oceanside at 124 East Main in El Cajon. It's always, wow, Lee, baby. Wow, Lee, baby. You're early at this jockey, aren't you? Always talk about good food, man. Makes man hungry. How about you? Well, I'll tell you one thing. The Wrangler. I try anything. As a community service KCBQ reminds you that the world is an equal opportunity employer. If you're a person who talks with his hands, talk to the Peace Corps because they listen with their eyes. In San Diego, the number is 262-8617. with Lee Baby and the Beatles. Look out. Here it comes. Here it comes the sun. Lee Marshall reporting KCBQ News. Now, here's Lee Baby Sims with more KCBQ music. Well, there you go. An air check of wild, crazy Lee Baby Sims on November 20th, 1970 on KCBQ AM in San Diego, California. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. There you go, Jeff. Thank you. Uh, I no love that. You love yeah, that? Yeah, cool. That was me November too. 20th, oh and they were talking about it being a Friday, and he was great. He was awesome. Um, we, you know, Bernie, played... you always talk about talking the songs up. He talked them up, down, and all around. And I've oh, never heard yeah. anyone talk up by Sweet Lord, and he did it. I mean, th- that's a song <laughs> that you don't hear people talk up that much, but he did it. And it's it's an awful song, too, and he still did it. Um, <laughs> the well, interesting thing, I, first of all, I love their jingles. I mean, I know they're kind of basic, but I love their jingles. They're shotgun jingles. Yep. And uh, a lot of stations ran those. And I never, I tried so hard when I was in Southern California to listen to KCBQ. But I was too far north, and I just uh, I couldn't get them. And I, I was in that, Anaheim, that and they, they had a radio. I was in Anaheim. I spent a week in Anaheim, California, um, uh, 1981, I think it was, and they are a very difficult station to get even there in Anaheim, uh, just too far south. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But then again, I spent most of my time listening to, uh, I think it was XPRS at that time when they were playing the oldies on the 1090 because they they were in all sports then. So, uh, but it was a great time. I love California. I used to really love California radio when I could hear air tracks of them. I did too because they were yeah. different. But now it's it's so Very. different. It's 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 all they're all the same now. So it's, uh, they're just like everybody else. He yeah. was obviously picking his own songs because he played two tr- two trog songs and they were both oldies. Yeah, they were very both close together. I thought the same thing. It's like, okay, you're playing what you want to play. Yeah, <laughs> that's those what he's doing. songs were, were were like really close together. And the Joe Cocker song yeah. was out the first one, but then he played like an album cut. He just decided to play another Joe Cocker. But, you know? but we know what, you know what, what I liked about it is that every scene, everything that he played seemed to fit together. Whether he, uh, you know, I just yeah. thought yeah. it was a. a, a Oh a, yeah, a, a very interesting way of doing things, and I a call those kind of albums. Yeah, yeah. And, and they call I those al- those album rock singles. That's he played a lot of that, which is which. I you think know, he, he was probably supposed to play six or eight an hour of what was out, and he could play whatever else he wanted. And that's kind of what he did, you know. And unfortunately, know. he passed away back in 2014. Uh, a very good radio announcer. I know he worked in in Miami, Florida, and I know he worked. I think he worked in Boston, if I'm not mistaken. No, he was in Hartford. He was WPOP in Hartford. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, I know and then he, he went to KYC. The big station was on was KYC in Cleveland for a while. 
And I know we played and, uh, an air check of him from before, but I don't, I don't remember what station it was. So you'll maybe someone have to bring that it was back. All over, it was all over the place. I don't even know. You played one from Cleveland. You played that's Cleveland it. before. That's that. KYC. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay. So. And his newsman, Lee Marshall, of course, worked around radio in L.A. and California. And some other people would know him from another. He was a pro wrestling announcer in the 80s and 90s and the second voice of Tony the Tiger, his newsman. Oh. And he was also a radio newsman at CKLW in Detroit because uh, he was on in the time that Grant Hudson was doing news at CKLW. He was also the newsman uh, at that point And KHJ as well. in L.A. too. He was KHJ, CK, because I heard an interview and he talked about all the stations he worked at before he really got into doing pro wrestling. He said, and then I just stumbled into it and then I was the second Tony the Tiger. So, yeah, he was kind of... All right, Walter, can you unmute yourself, please? Yep. Go ahead, Walter. Oh, there we go. Um, I think I got it. Yeah, you do. Yep. Um, yep. All right. Uh, yeah. The, is it common? Was it common practice for them to actually give out the person's address? It was back yes. then. Oh, yeah. It was. It was. Oh, you yeah. don't do that today anymore. But it was definitely very big back then. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and, I mean. Okay. Here in Indianapolis, they did it. They might as well just have said, now, as you hit their street, they're the second house on the left. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> when you know they've gone to the station to pick up their prize, show up at their house. So go on in. Yeah. That, that's what stations did back then, Walt. That's pretty good. Yeah, they put their phone numbers on the air, too. Now, that was a hard high-low. I was, I was going to say, you had to do the cents, too? I mean, usually you just had to do a oh, yeah. dollar amount, really. A lot, of radio, a, lot, a lot of radio stations did that, Chris. Yeah. Now I played high low. I played high low on WNDE here in town once, uh, and they had it where you could guess for like thirty seconds, high low, whatever. Oh, and and they would tell you uh, it was high or low. If yeah. you said two hundred twenty-one dollars and fifty cents, they go high two twenty-one thirty high. You know, but so they had to be real on it too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's interesting. That's but, fun. Uh, that was fun, and I won too. All right. <laughs> Good. Oh, well. Cash yeah, for burning. This one where you, you had one guess, and that's it. Yeah. That, that yeah, was that, normally, how it was, that was normally how it was done uh, back then. Yeah. Um, and KCBQ yeah. was a pretty good state. They were also the station, Bernie, back in 1971. I think it was a 72. That did the last. They, they were the ones that innovated the last contents with their contest, I should say. And that went all over the country as well. But they were the ones that started. Yeah, they also did. They also did a contest called the Great Album Rush, uh, because you know Rush was kind of a, a drug term. And uh, yeah, you you called them, and if you're the right caller, you named as many albums as you could in so many seconds, and you got them all. Wow, cool. Now the, the problem oh, wow. is, people would talk so fast that they had a real hard time. Uh, discerning what everybody was saying, you know. So that was the hard part of that. Well, yeah. it was it's radio that we'll never hear again, uh, unfortunately. Right. But it was good radio back then. And, it was. Uh, I certainly enjoyed. By the way, for those who don't know, Lee Baby Sims was from, uh, I believe, Charleston, South Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, originally. So, uh, just a little bit about him. He was good, very good announcer. Yep. Well, I'll turn it over to you, Bill. All right, it must be time to wrap it up. We want to thank the panel, of course, you, Jeff, and all the callers and everybody listening. Thank you. We appreciate it. And 
glad we're back and we're going to play your feature from it's kxkl in denver colorado we almost played the wrong thing there but we got it fixed so we're gonna we're gonna play that for you right now jeff and thank you and remember to check this out on the podcast too go to the website or subscribe to all things radio on your favorite podcast catcher and listen one of my goals when presenting these featured station segments is to let you hear what radio sounds like in different radio markets. This week we're traveling to Denver, Colorado, and we're going to listen to the number three ranked radio station according to Nielsen's Personal People Meter Ratings. The radio station is KXKLFM, and they present a classic hits format. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy KXKLFM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Tits from the 80s and 90s. I love it. And all week, it's Winston and Mel. Awesome. Voted Best Morning Show by the Colorado Broadcasters Association. Congratulations. Cool 105. Friends and Kiss, Cool 105, playing Denver's greatest hits. And we want to send you on a flyaway to Vegas to check out Bad Out of Hell. It's a musical as it makes its debut at the Paris Las Vegas, bringing to life the legendary anthems of Jim Steinman and Meatloaf. Listen to Cool 105 every day while you're at work for your chance to get qualified to win round-trip airfare. A two-night stay at the Paris Hotel and Casino, and two premium tickets to see Bat Out of Hell the Musical. From your station of fun, Cool 105. Cool 105. Don't miss the next division rivalry as the Colorado Avalanche battles for four points and takes on the St. Louis Blues on Monday, November 14th at 7 p.m. Get your tickets at ColoradoAvalanche.com. Back to the hits. Back to the greatest hits. Back to the greatest hits of all time. Denver's greatest hits. Cool 105. You're unbelievable. Cool 105. This is you guys all day long. You guys are wonderful. Cool 105. I love this station. Cool 105, Denver's greatest hits. And we understand weekday mornings, things get a little hectic with getting the kids off to school or the grandkids fed, whatever it is. And sometimes you just can't pay close enough attention to the Winston and Mel show. That's why after they get off the air, they actually put some cool features up online. Go to cool105.com anytime to laugh and laugh and laugh. HD1 Denver Boulder is Cool 105, where it's a cool 80s and 90s weekend. Turn up the 80s. The 90s. Here we go with another hour of Denver's greatest hits, exclusively from the 80s and 90s. Brought to you by Kepler Mechanical, your trusted local heating, air, and electrical contractor, serving Colorado for over 20 years. Cool. 
105, Denver's Greatest Hits. It's Saturday morning, 9 o'clock. It must be Timmy time. Good to be here. It's Tim Jeffries on the cool 80s and 90s weekend. The Cool 105 Morning Show with Winston and Mel. 52% of people say they blank more as an adult than they did as a child. Like getting spanked. No, senor! No, no. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Exactly. No. Winston and Mel in the morning. Cool 105. Nothing but 80s and 90s coming your way on this cool 80s and 90s weekend. Hence the name. Edie Brickell and Prince, Elton John and Starship. Cool one from uh, Blues Traveler. We're getting things started. Janet Jackson on Cool 105. These really are the greatest hits. That's cool. Association. Congratulations. Cool 105. Cool 105, Denver's greatest hits of the cool 80s and 90s weekend. Edie Burkell. You know, she married Paul Simon. I wonder if they have uh, jam nights every Tuesday. Hey, it's our cool 80s and 90s weekend. Good to be along with you with Tim Jeffries. I've got Tom Cochran and solo music from Phil Collins and Steve Perry. Monday, we'll be right back at it. A chance to qualify you to win a trip to Vegas for the Bat Out of Hell, the musical. It's making its debut at the Paris in Las Vegas. Listen to Cool during the workday for your chance to qualify for round trip airfare, two night stay at the Paris Hotel and Casino, and two premium tickets to see Bat Out of Hell, the musical. From your station of fun, Cool 105. Cool 105 with Winston and Mel in the morning. If you miss a little, you'll miss a lot. Hope you're enjoying this cool 80s and 90s weekend. And uh, Monday morning, join us because we got a bunch of cool stuff to give away. In fact, we have more tickets to Jay Leno and Jeff Foxworthy and tickets to see Sticks. And at 8.30, we got a weird story with a dramatic reenactment. <laughs> okay, here we go, people. In three, a two, and a lot of your average stuck-in-the-rut people might think that this is insane. Winston and Mel in the morning. Now back to more of Denver. Greatest hits. The workday 
sounds better with lots of 80s. 80s sound good at work. I think it's cool. Cool. Nobody plays more 80s. Cool 105. Tim Jeffers. You know, Lalani celebrates the 80s during the lunch hour. And this week on the 80s time machine, she's got a four-pack of tickets to see Disney on Ice. Friday, December 2nd, 7 o'clock, Ball Arena. KXKO HD1 Denver Boulder is Cool 105, where it's a cool 80s and 90s weekend. Turn up the 80s. The 90s. Here we go with another hour of Denver's greatest hits, exclusively from the 80s and 90s. Brought to you by Kepler Mechanical, your trusted local heating, air, and electrical contractor, serving Colorado for over 20 years. Well, there you go. KXKLFM from Denver, Colorado with their classic hits format recorded on a Saturday morning featuring 80s and 90s music. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, there are many ways to get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line. It's toll-free and hassle-free at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hit at option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.